Newman. Hey, this is Nomad, host and creator of the Career Musician Podcast. Why do they call me Nomad? Well, I traveled the globe, spreading the joy of music one song at a time. And now I bring you wisdom, tried and true knowledge, and life experiences of my colleagues and peers in this crazy business we call music. All right, on today's episode of the Career Musician Podcast, we have Frank... Third, Richardson, drummer with Mindy Abair and the Bone Shakers. This is the Career Musician Podcast with your host, Nomad. Frank Richardson, or better known as Third, is an amazing drummer and all-around good dude. Is a career musician. He's traveled the globe, backing everybody up for all kinds of different shows and such on the drums, right? But then... Something changes even for the better, if you can imagine. He joins a band. What, Nomad? Why would you join a band when you're making money being a career musician as a sideman? Because it's fun to be in a band, number one. And number two, because you can kick ass just like Mindy Abair and the Bone Shakers are doing right now on the Billboard Blues Charts. They reached number 10 with their brand new album, No Good Deed. And let me tell you, you better pump this No Good Deed single super loud because it kicks ass just like Third does. Check it out. First things first, man. Before we even get into any of the details of being a career musician, um, what the heck is going on with you? What have you been up to? What's the latest and greatest? Mindy A. Band of Bone Shakers. For listeners who may not be aware, what are the two worlds colliding? Because you and I know really clearly what they are, but between Mindy and the Bone Shakers, what, what, what are the two entities here? Well, the Bone Shakers, man, Randy had that going around here in L.A. Uh, well, it's, you know, you remember Was Not Was. That's right. Randy and Sweepy Atkinson. And Sweet Pea and Don was and Don was yeah yeah and and you know but but Sweet Pea uh, also has his record that's coming out here soon too and that's produced by Don was there you go da, 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 da. Ah. and um uh so that's the element of the Bone Shakers that kind of came into Mindy's band so you got okay. myself Derek Frank on bass Derek Frank on who's, who's a, a genius monster of monsters <laughs> he's a genius yeah. Uh, and then uh, Rodney Lee, who's been in her band for like 12 years. He's been there the longest. Right. Plays keyboards. You know, he's he's just a genius, man. Another genius. <laughs> like, yeah. Basically, what you're saying is you have all these different elements mm-hmm. that are coming together. Yeah, absolutely, That man. makes it special. And everybody's humble-hearted, man, and it, uh, right. it just makes for a good environment. And we just, um, so we released that record. Um, uh, we went uh, and just, well, first of all, we actually went and just, Rehearsed for like seven days or something, and, yeah. and then literally like the following Friday, we flew up to Seattle, and Mindy had Seattle. We were playing up at uh, Jazz Alley. Mindy had a gig up at Jazz Alley, and uh, so we all rehearsed for like seven days. We just went up there, and she called uh, a Pro Tools engineer and told him to come down and capture everything. And Live. so yeah, <laughs> on but the, the spot. But the cool thing is, is we the, at the club. The way we do it is uh, we do two shows a night. Yeah. So we record each song, each show. So on the record, we took like the best. The first song on the album was from like night four, uh, second show, and the second song. But we we went in, but it just turned out to be something special because the crowd in Seattle, man. I mean, 
you know people that know about music Seattle they know oh yeah. I agree yep. yep now third did you guys in the band know that she was taping yeah yeah we okay. knew okay. yeah we knew so she and that was going to be established instead and said that that's the that's the new Mindy A. Bear the Bone Shakers record that was the birth that was the birth of it yeah and that was uh, Mindy A. Bear and the Bone Shakers live in Seattle and then uh, now we just um, just did this one. It's called East West Sessions. We did it over at East West Studios. I love East Down West. We're in Hollywood, yeah. Man, I mean, like. So you did the album. So so you just played me part of the album in the car. I was blown away, literally. I mean, nice. It's like Thank a you, force field of music. You also mentioned you referenced Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Well, yeah, I same, that was interesting. yeah, same same concept, I guess, right? Tom yeah. Petty, you know, saying had his own thing going, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the Heartbreakers, you know, the idea of it, it just felt right. It sound right, you know. Mindy Gabe and the Bone Shakers, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, two worlds collide, and there you go. Tell us about some of your influences growing up and, and the, tra the trajectory that you took. I saw it in my father. My granddad played drums. Ah. God rest his soul. My father, man, was a motherfucker, man. He was just, he was... Is just his influence on my life, especially musically. I mean, he's a great father, but you know, wow. especially musically, it was like I wanted to be like that. Wow. And my dad played drums, guitar, bass. I mean, everything but woodwind instruments. I mean, he could One pick a beat counts. on the wall. He could just like he could just make go for it. yeah, he could make music on a beer bottle. I mean, he's just and it just drips from his fingers, man. I love it. And um, my brother, though, man, I saw my brother. I'd already already been playing drums in church and stuff. I think I, I started at about three or four years old. Yeah. And you know, just doodling around in church, and and, and it's always been drums. I didn't, I jumped to bass for a little bit and really focused on it, but but I'd already already been playing drums uh, in my grandmother's church. And uh, and then at about the age of seventeen, um, after seeing my brother do a lot of things, I was like, man, I want to go out and do some gigs. And my brother got me hooked up with a gig. <clears throat> and so here I am, seventeen years old. What am I now? Senior in high school, junior in high school, yeah. late late junior year in high school. I'm yeah. marching band too, and that's where I learned to read music. And I'm playing snare. My freshman year, I'm the only freshman on the snare line. You know, to read like drum stuff, wow. you know. And they were all seniors. I was even seniors and freshmen. So when they left, it was me. So my sophomore year I became I became section leader. You became the man. <laughs> yeah, over the dark. Section leader. And it was already. like a southern like style mar core marching. Like um George Farmer was the instructor and we did not see eye to eye a lot of times. He mm -hmm. he was he, he yeah, felt yeah. one way, I felt something totally different sometimes. But we met in the middle and like work ethic. I learned that, learning to work with him, learning to understand what what his vision was, what his overall sound was. That's what we share. Same thing. You know what That's I mean? Right. You and I That's working right. with you. When That's you right. in doing your thing, I show up, boom. You know, I like it's, it's like it's, I said, I could fall back and close my eyes. And, and, I, and I'm gonna catch you. you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No fumbles, no oh, turnovers, no no steals, no nothing. We got the ball, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh and so I learned that then and uh, leadership skills and stuff. Seventeen comes, uh, seventeen years old. I'm still in the band. Mm -hmm. Get a call, you know, for for a local gig. My brother was, you know, hooking me up. I kind of had a little, you know, head start with mentally how to approach this thing. Yeah. And then the marching band thing gave me reading a little bit. And so seventeen, I go out and and it was a uh, like a th Thursday night or something. And I go out and do the gig, and then they like it, and they go, "Hey man, we want to. We got a house gig at this spot." 
just about to open up. We're playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we're doing brunch on Sunday. And it was like a hundred, like hundred, a hundred dollars on Thursday and Sunday, but like one seventy five. You know, here I am, seventeen years old. You're making six, seven, eight hundred dollars a week. <laughs> so I gotta go. Drums. I gotta go take that money. So uh, excuse me, Mr. Jordan Farmer. <laughs> uh, got, sorry, sorry, man, man instructor. <laughs> Cut my teeth like that, man, and um, I had to tell him I was like, man, hey, I'm gonna I'm I'm have to leave the marching band, and it was tough because I was I was a section leader, you know. So that was one of the first things that that where I had to call in a sub. <laughs> so schedule wise, it was a conflict. Well, they wanted to play football on Friday nights in high school, of course, and I'm going to make that you're chip. Going to make the hell yeah, I'm going to get that money. You know what I mean? And then senior year, and then things moved on. You know, from there after high school, man, dude, I was rolling. And then I got called for like Sinatra games, wedding band shit. They would pass me a book this damn thick, and then the instructor would go, "We're gonna play song number seventy-two." And you search for seventy-two in the index, and then wham, page two hundred and forty-eight. I started hooking up and affiliated with uh, affiliating with management companies, East Coast and West Coast. Steve Chapman Management out here in um, in L.A. In L.A., yeah, and, of course. Um, Mighty Music Corp. is Steve Butler, of course, in New York City. So, uh, and I did that in the smooth jazz game because. Eric Darius and Warren Hill. That's just what opened for me. Okay, time out. That, that's where I really need to stop you because as a career musician, that was a, a pivotal move for me. A pivotal move. I did that. And for the hopeful, oh, aspiring, aspiring career musicians coming up, elaborate. Why did you do that? How did you do it? What were the benefits? Please tell us. You want to figure out how to do more. You, you know, you, more. once you have this, like uh, anything else, once you have a taste and it's good and, it, and you get success out of it, something good and fruitful. You know, you, you hit the stage, you're playing with an artist, there's a presentation, it's a package, there's a, you know, it's a show, it's a concert, you know? It's like playing playing with the best musicians on the biggest stage, making the most money. That's what I would love to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. That's it, man. You know? But you kind of reversed but I wanted that. that and I said, well, hey, I put on the business mind. I saw there my dad orchestrating his business, and there I saw you. my brother, and they, you know, once I came into the game doing the local stuff, like in Ebor, and then once I... You know, finished high school and then went on to do this full time at about now 22, 23 years old. It was okay. like, all right, you know, I can, I can, I can roll with this. I think I got some. Right. Like I'm, you know, I'm squaring a, a good, a good, a good nut on the, you know, on the, uh, during the week. You know, sure. what I'm saying I'm squaring some money. You know. But for a cat to go from the bandstand, backing up an artist. Uh, we all know, uh, a lot of us have been there, and those who haven't yet, you will soon know. When you're on the bandstand backing up an artist as a quote-unquote side man, side person, uh, you're kind of uh, anonymous. You go unnoticed. It could be, we call it the drum chair, the bass chair, the guitar chair, the horn chair. We call it the chair for a reason. Right. Because that chair is substitutable. You can put absolutely right? disposable. Disposable. It's disposable. How do you become non-disposable? How did you become from Frank the little drummer to third the entity who's now rubbing elbows with managers, agents, artists and now booking himself and treating himself as if he wasn't just a chair sideman, but at almost like you're an artist, but you're the drummer artist. You know what I mean? I so understand. that's you you transition. I did it yourself. I did it I did it honestly very carefully. And it's just the way I run my business now, very carefully. Don't burn no bridges. Number one. Number one. There's like a like a neighborhood, like a gangster code. That's just certain shit that you just don't do. Don't do. Don't do. Know your lane, know what's going on, you know, da da da. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, be aggressive. Go after it. 
Uh, it's okay to put do your that. put your stuff put your music out there. Put your stuff out there. Let people know that you're in this city. Let people know that you're here. Sit in when you can. You know, uh, shake hands, pass out business cards, do backflips, run around in a circle, singing Yankee Doodle Doo. I don't know Yankee Doodle Doo. But see, that's why I but, love you. You have such a, 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 a go for it. personality. Yeah. Go, go for it. You know, and you got personality. You got to have personality for it. You know, you can't. You gotta go. You gotta go out and get it. You gotta put your name out there. You got. You have to promote it yourself. So that altered the decision. You know, that's what brought it up. Saying, "Hey, man, I'm I'm just gonna start. You know, when I meet these people, I'm gonna let them know who I am, and say, hey, look forward to to, to to talking with you. You get a business card, and they say, email me. You come home and you freaking email them. You follow up. You follow up. You hit Keep them your up. Word. Yeah, that's right. Keep your word. Next thing is show up on time. Amen to that. Don't can be you, late. Can you define on time in your in your own terms? Well, on drum, there's drum time, there's early, and there's on time. Tell me. Drum time is whatever time you tell me to be there, I need to be ready to play by that time. If sound check is at 2, I need to be ready to play at 2. So anything I need to get together, Amen. whether it be tuning, whether it be this, whether it be when you walked in the building, for that uh, Cat Graham project right. that you had me right. on, hired me to do. You were when there. you walked in, I was there and you I was tuning there. and we're you 20 were... minutes to the time we're supposed to start. I beat the music director there. That's right. <laughs> and I was early. Exactly. So you were early, early. So that's drum time. Well, I call it, you know, drum time. That's just right. No, that's and, I, and I always do that. That's important. Especially backlining. You show up. You yes. don't know the gear. You got to get you, you got to get acquainted. Yeah. You may, maybe introduce yourself to the tech or yeah. the, the, meet people. Whoever's yeah. on, mm -hmm. on the gig. Yeah. Okay, so that's drum time. What's the next one you said? Well, well, well. There's drum time. There's early, and then there's on time. Now My job me. is I, I just you know certain things that that got me to this kind of place you know where, yeah. where things your career yeah. are, are happening and you know and it's a wonderful thing is just being a great cat, showing up on time, being there, being ready to go, being ready to rock and roll, knowing the music, learn the stuff, have every have your notes, have what you need to be successful today. That's it. I love it being on time. Rick, I, this is my favorite quote, Ricky Minor. You know, on time is late. Early is on time. So in other words, like you said, if downbeat is at 2 p.m., yeah, you should I'm really, around there while I'm on, you should be I'm between 12:30 and 1 o'clock. You should be on. Premises. I want to be outside having a yeah. smoke at like yes. 145, 150, like hanging out. Stuff like that. People pay attention to it. Uh, follow up when there's business deals going down. When people ask for your your information or your backline or payment or invoices or anything, yeah, whatever. You can, follow up. Well, the story is like many of us. It's varied and versatile and all over the place. I really dig Third because he's got a down-to-earth spirit and a groove that is just unparalleled. And you know what? I love all the fancy stuff. I love musicians that can shred and that have crazy technical chops and all that good stuff. However, I really enjoy a greasy, tight, sick, Groove and third has that. I mean, when he plays the groove, it's literally like you could just feel it. You just every little joint in your body just wants to move. So I love the idea that guitar players, rhythm guitar players, and drummers connect, especially. And I've always been one of those people. So perhaps I have a bias towards third and all my drummer friends. Like I always say, all my best friends are drummers. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? Look, it's a rhythm thing. I don't know how else to explain it. But third does. Check it out. Click the subscribe button and share the Career Musician Podcast on your social media feeds.
Can you talk about invoices and, and that? How do you feel about that? That seems to be a really difficult thing for musicians to grasp. What? Invoicing. I've, I've come, I've had a lot of situations where musicians say to me, oh, I don't have an invoice, or, or I wait days and days and days before they submit their invoice. Well, those are, those are probably a lot of people that also doesn't, the thing is, is that you have to have the business, it's called the music business. For a reason. You can play music, but do you have the business? Which comes back to being aggressive, get business cards, That's show right. up, go out, shake hands, have a personality. Do your taxes. Make sure your shit's oh. square away. You know what I mean? Like little stuff Uncle like Sam, that. Sam, right? Because I want to play free, man. I, I want to. I mean, not for free. Yeah. I don't want to play for free. Right. I just want to play. You want to be free. You don't want to be bound. My invoice is turned in. <laughs> Everything is done. All, all I got to do is learn the music. Peripheral and shit things you don't want to be bothered with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to play music, man. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to be worried about this yeah. and that. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You know, you just take care. Take care of your business. Show up on time. Look good. Feel good. Smell good. Have your vibe right. Have your drums tuned. Be ready to go. I gotta pause Tempos, you again. everything. Be happy to be there. Gotta pause. And nail it. Gotta pause you again. You said look good and smell good. Please elaborate. Well, you gotta watch that thing before you show up. You just can't <laughs> walk up in there all foul. And, and uh, number one, hygiene. <laughs> number two, look good. And let's talk about that seriously. How many times have you been on a gig where you see some cats and you're like, wow, okay, that's that's what you decided to wear tonight. Hmm, interesting. You know. It happens. It's all on. It's all on who the person is. It's a lot of personalities, but that's um, that's something for them to learn and for you know those that are listening to, you know, to have a head start. Right. You know what I mean? It, here's the deal. You know, look good, smell good, have have your shit together, be happy, show up on time. Right. If you just got in a fight with your girl, bump that man, leave that at the door. Leave it. They at didn't the hire door. you to come in here with your attitude because you just shit. got out of a fight with your girl, brother. They hired you to come in here and lay this thing down and have a good time. And they gave it. you the instruction manual. They gave you the manual. They gave you what you need to learn. Just learn that and show up and play. That's it. You and then get paid, and then go to the bank, and, and then, then, and then come here and right. talk to Nomad. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned. You <laughs> <laughs> Third, we were just talking about some other things, but you did so you mentioned something in passing that I feel is really important. Tempo. And I'm going to set the stage as a music director. Oftentimes, my attention is divvied up between so many different variables and people and scenarios that I don't always have the time to say, oh wait, this song was at such and such tempo. So what do I do? I rely you on. You turn my, to your drummer. I rely on my team player, my drummer. Your Talk third, about what's the that. tempo? Third, if you don't give me that one ten, thank you. <laughs> Let me hear that third. Can you bust that out on the hi hat real quick? Oh yeah, it sounds like this. Okay, great, thank you. Here we go, team. Right? Mm-hmm. Elaborate, man, because a lot of drummers don't understand the well, magnitude tempo, tempo of carrying a metronome on the gig. You know what the metronome is? It's not a, like a guide. It's not a you know. It's not something that keeps me in the pocket or out of the pocket or whatever. It's another instrument. It's on the tracks. Mm. It's perspective. It's how you, you look you, at. You respect it as an issue. Yeah, it, all it does is counts me in. And then from there, the, your pulse is the one. Yeah, because I'm listening also to all the other instruments on the track. Also, right. shakers, uh, big hand claps, knowing how late on the backbeat they actually snap. How far they sit back. Right. Yeah. You know, they're they're another they're another musician on the stage. If there's horn lines with little stabs or little syncopated on the tracks, like, yeah, I know yeah. that that those were played live. I know where they fall. You know what I mean? It's and it, I just it, that's the thing. Showing up, having it together, but making it feel good. Tempo, meter, feel, feel, F-E-E-L. Third, how did you develop feel? 
hanging out with my pops, man, and hanging out with guys like Randy Jacobs, oh. uh, listening to different styles of music, knowing what sections needs to be pushed, knowing what to do at four on the floor, <laughs> knowing, knowing, the, knowing, knowing the space between two and four. You know what I mean? Billy Jean. That space. Ah. Talk about space. I always just say space is synonymous with funk. The funk is yeah, in space. space. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the funk lies in all the notes that are not being played. In between the space. That that hole for literal, like, not even a tenth of a second, like quicker than that, where there's nothing being played. See, that's funky. That's funky, bro. That's funky. That's what makes the funk yes, the sir. funk. That's why, okay, you ready for this one? Being a guitar player yourself? Mm. We playing... Billy Jean. Let's say love. Let's keep up part. Let's just say you down. Yeah. That's what I always say. My right hand is your hi hat. It shouldn't. It should be, but it shouldn't be to a certain point. Just because you're in the in a sixteenth yeah. note form, oh, you don't have to play that because I'm covered in that. I need to be nailing freaking that's like right. eighth of quarter notes, right? Right. But my point is that's why we respect each other and listen to each other to know. Oh, if he's doing sixteens, I'm going to do eights. If he's doing eights, I'll do sixteens. If he's doing fours, maybe I'll slice it up and yeah. do eights or just blah blah blah. Well, a lot of the a lot of the stuff, especially being pop or even like I mean, from a jazz standpoint, not loose like you know, like more of a straight ahead or more of an open yeah. you know, like modern style of jazz where guys are just like right, right, right. feeling and playing some crazy right. stuff. Right. But like stuff music that's organized, a lot of the beats. I mean, beat meaning the bass drum, the snare, and the hi hat. That's the yeah. beat. Oh. Give me the beat. Kick the beat off. Let's not talk about the groove. The groove is how it feels to me. Mm. The beat mm. is when the bass drum hits, when the snare hits, and what's the hi-hat pattern. Because just because I'm playing the bass drum right now and snare right on two and four doesn't necessarily mean I'm playing the hi-hat. There's exactly a reason for a certain mean. hi-hat pattern because it complements other instruments that the producer laid in the studio. Mm. It complements space. It, uh, it, mm. it complements holes. It, it, it complements like moments where nothing's being played. If you just play that part, then that guitar part is killing. If you don't play that part, then you're in his way. Now, by the time you put something the keys on it or something else, it sounds muddy. There's no space. There's no like to it. There ain't no like you just said. That's why the producer did that in the studio. It's so interesting you just mentioned play the that. Just play the shit the way it go. That's it. If you play that and show up, you, and with a good feel and a great personality on time, <laughs> yeah, you're good to go. Then they'll say, "Hey, man, play more." You know, you fill actually, this in. Huh? You actually, because they'll say, "Like, hey, man, you, you actually paid a, you paid attention to my record. You paid attention to the artist's record. You paid attention to the yeah. to the email that I sent yeah. with the instructions and That's the right. links, and you That's followed right. through." That's right. Nomad here with the Career Musician Podcast. Thank you for listening. I wanted to tell you about hashtag Ask Nomad to ask me any music-related questions, and I will respond usually within 24 to 48 hours. Again, that's hashtag Ask Nomad. Ask me anything you'd like about the music biz, about your instrument, about practicing, about music theory, anything at all that has to do with music, and I will answer your questions, share, repost, and put it out there for all of the Career Musician Podcast family to see and hear. Thank you so much for listening. This is Nomad, and remember to use hashtag AskNomad. You're listening to the Career Musician Podcast. 
Let's talk spiritually. Um, we've been talking in the realm of discipline and, and career, business acumen, and uh, playing influences. Spiritually, what keeps you grounded, Third? Because I have to say, you have an infectious positivity and joy about you. And like I said earlier, demure. Your demure is just so demure. bubbly, <laughs> bubbly, <and> positive. <laughs> your demeanor, I love it. And, love and so, tell me what 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 spiritually keeps you informed I think it's just like uh like uh, you know uh, you know I grew up in church and I it's not even necessarily more so about that it's not like a, a, a Christianity thing or a spiritual thing it's just having a good heart man hmm. and you know um, maybe 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 just like it's it, I'm gonna sum it up let me just get to the point please you know the same guy I am on the drum set is the same guy I am off the drum set. Who you meet me, who who you meet as a friend, you know, and and or just as someone, you know, whatever it is, you know what I mean. The same heart that I have there is the same heart that I have, even with music. The same approach, relationships. See, music is it can be your whatever you want it to be. Like you are you who you are to me, right. you know. Certain things are to be. I just care. I care. I actually fucking care. That's it. I just care about everything I do, about relationships. About friends, about it's amazing family, about making money, <laughs> about Pain gigs, about music, about people. that hi hat pattern. <laughs> I uh, care about everything. I just want it all to work out. I don't want everyone to be happy. You know, so spirituality is more so who I am. It's just it's just me. It's not like super spiritual. Just have a good heart. Mean well. That's it. You know? You know where you you'll figure out where you belong, you know. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, Facebook, Frank Richardson III. Uh, Instagram also, Frank Richardson III. Uh, that'd be uh, three uh, three eyes or capitalized. Three capitalized, that. right? Yeah. The Roman numeral III. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, and website coming soon. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And uh, what do we have to look forward in the future from Mr. Third? Mindy A. Band the Bone Shakers. I love it. Should I say it again? You should say it again. Mindy A. Band the Bone Shakers. <laughs> What a what a treat, man! You yeah, it's just a blessing, man, to just be able to do it all, and you know, and to meet people, man. That's what it's all about: meeting people and sharing this damn gift that we got, man. I play the shit out some drums. I just love drums. You're going from career musician, sideman, to artist. That's one of the things I always talk about. I'm doing the same thing. I'm in the process of doing the same thing. From Michael Rapole, and here's the reason why I changed my fucking name. I love the fact that you go by third, because third is so you could just uh, third is so unique. There's a bajillion Franks in the world. Yeah, there are. But there's no Even I, hot dogs. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. There's no other motherfucker named Third. I've heard Trey. I've heard Trace. I've heard Three. I've heard Third something, but not just Third. I'm sorry, bro, but that sets you apart. Yeah, and branding that is everything. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm glad the tape's wrong. Fucking talk about branding is branding and marketing. Yeah, well, Third is Third, you know. And you just do everything you can to try to... That's the thing is that, you know, the name, the personality, the sound, the look, the person, you know, it's just everything. You know, the person, his heart, everything tie in. The website, the name, the look, with uh, the social media, with this, with that, just make it all one. And you've been parting your hair like that for a while, too. I Actually, I, I just did this about two years ago. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. No, maybe a year ago. 
No. Two years ago. I had the Mohawk for a long The Mohawk first. Yeah. That's what it was. Dude, I had the Mohawk for like 13 years, man. But part of branding is, again, standing out from the crowd, right? Yeah, why not? Whip it out, man. Just yeah. just be different. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I, I ain't saying go crazy. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? I don't know. But, you know, you just, just be you. Be you. Don't be afraid to be you. Right. Don't be afraid to, you know what you sound like. Stay in your square. Stay in your lane. Don't put cheap ass tires on your badass Mustang. Mm. Don't try to play fills that are out of your league. Mm. Play shit that's you know that's appropriate. Say things that are appropriate. Don't get in conversations you don't know nothing about. Mind your own business. It's all about just trying to make all the worlds collide. Who you are as a person, the the the, the name, the field. You know, you know what I'm saying. Just everything. Yeah. You know, like. Like Black and Miles, I like smoking the Black and Miles and everything, you know what I mean? It's in, and sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll have my, my smoke and I'll put that motherfucker out and I'll come in and greet some people and they can still smell. And, yeah. and you know, and whether they have seen me or not, I might have gone in the bathroom and then they walk by and they smell Black and Miles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. It's, it's just a vibe. It's like my, my, my girlfriend, her, um, her uh, papa used to smoke cigars. And when I'll light up a Fuente or something, you know what I mean? And you know, some sort of like really good Cuban cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it reminds her. Of that, the power of identity. Yes, you know, stuff like that. Okay, so oftentimes people ask, "Hey, Nomad, do I have to move to LA or Nashville or New York to become a successful career musician?" Well, the answer is yes and no. As you can see, Third is not from any of those cities. He's from Florida. Now, I spent a good time of my childhood in Florida as well, originally born and raised in New York and then moved down to Florida when I was a teenager, but I came out west eventually. I also spent eight years in Nashville. However, third, I believe, went straight from Florida to L.A. My point is no. The short answer is no. You do not have to move to a bigger city to become a successful career musician. You can network and cultivate your career and your followers and your fans and your colleagues right in your hometown. But you got to start now. Start somewhere. And then once you start building a little you know, platform from there, if you want to go out and springboard, then by all means, please do. But my point is, if you can make it at home, you can probably make it anywhere because it's not based on talent alone, but it's based on your skills as a human being. So remember, be well-rounded. Add the career musician to your playlist. Can I ask you about, have you ever had, have you ever been through any valleys in your career? Oh, yeah, man. I hated this shit for one time, you know, especially, you know, from a financial standpoint, when I felt like I was screwed over one too many times. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, didn't get paid. Right. You know, trying to budget um, your life on uh, someone else's timing of paying you. However, you know what I mean? Not being specific. No, I know. But little things but like that. These are the things that we face, are faced with as career musicians. Absolutely. You just have to keep pushing. Because how, because how do you find the inspiration well, to the keep thing, pushing well, the thing, well, the, the thing is, is that, you know, God is my provider. Okay. It's God's great blessings in my hard fucking work. Did I just say that in the same sentence? <laughs> it's okay. That got me Because I know your heart. <laughs> that, got me, that got me here. Yeah. You know, you work hard. Money is money. I can make money. It's just a means to an end. Exactly. I, I just got to take care of myself. 
it doesn't worry me. Just like the next man, of course, sometimes. Right. You know, you got to do what you got to do to take care of yourself and your family, you know, but I'm in this because I love it. Mm. More important because I believe in it. Mm. I'm not, it's not about being shy. I know what I do. You know what I mean? You, you have to believe in yourself. Right. And, you know, maybe everybody's purpose ain't like mine, you know. Uh, now, I am definitely going to call back and see if I can get paid from that gig that I ain't got paid from and follow up because it's a music business. Right. I played the gig. You know, me remembering that the bridge is coming up doesn't necessarily mean that they get to not remember or to forget that they got to pay me at they the gotta gig. They got to send you some money, yeah. It's, you know, it's the business, too. You know what I mean? My stuff was on time. Why, you know what I mean? Or hypothetically. Like, you know, people, people have... People just, like have to understand that this is not going to be easy nothing nothing's given to you you just can't like ride a clean slate all the way through there's certain peaks and valleys the valleys will come to you and hit you to test how much you really love this how far into this you really really are how much do you really want this because we could be like man bump this i can't i can't you know what i'm saying i can't i can't work like this <laughs> you know what i mean so I don't How give balance. That? I don't give that power because my vision and where I'm going is greater than that person that ain't paid, you know, in three months, or that one opportunity where I got screwed over in that band, or that record label that screwed me over. Does that mean I quit? No. Because you keep going. How do you how do you combat the days when you say fuck it? I'm just gonna go be an Uber driver. Um. This is what you're talking about. That's that inner Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I just try to not let myself get that, that deep or that dark. Yeah. Although I've had my dark days. But there's always something that picks me up. Where there's a song that makes me happy. You make me happy. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? You know, stuff like, you know, oh, snap. And, that's, and I'm the drum over there. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, I'm over there. I remember that hi-hat. You open that hi-hat up. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stuff like that. And it's true. And Brings you right back, man. Brings you right back to being a kid. Being back to who you were when you were hungry about this, man. Stay with the source. Don't ever leave the source. See, when I was like a kid and I didn't know how or where I would be right now, mm -hmm. I didn't know. Not that I'm overly accomplished. You know, I'm still it. going. But who I was before this shit, you know, is the person that keeps me, you know, the same person Go going today. That Absolutely, yeah, yeah. man. I'm still doing it for the same reason, man. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't say shit to me, man. When I got them sticks in my hands and I'm on the gig, I'm in heaven, bro. I am, I'm higher than I'll ever be. <laughs> give me, give me five of your favorite songs of all time. I don't care who they're from. Just name off the top of your head. Anything Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay, one. <laughs> that counts as when you say EWF, that counts as one. Because <laughs> yeah. everything um, they did was amazing. Yeah. Open hi hat, the doom doom got. Open hi hat, the doom doom got. Got the doom doom bop. Bite on the line, down on the line, on ah. Bite on the line. Run DMC Aerosmith. Okay, number two. Walk like stuff way. like that. You, right, know what I mean? you got three more, baby. Because that to me was when beats became like. That's when beats were put on the play, map. Just play that beat, everyone knows the song. That's when the word beat was invented. 
when Beats became their own entity, right? Don't you, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. No, in the well, early 80s. Well, that, like Brickhouse. So you got Walk This Way, you got EWF, you got Brickhouse, you got two more. Anything Toto. Okay, that's another That's another entity unto itself. Picaro. Go for it. Jesus. Yeah. Man. You got one more, baby. Um... Man, I'm inspired by so much stuff, but top five of all time. Anything from a production standpoint. Oh, man. Oh, this is, like, bad, because it's like Teddy Riley was my shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timbaland. Jesus, mm-hmm. man. Okay. Um, Rodney. You know, like, uh, 90s R&B would be number five for me. Number five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Babyface. Okay. You know what I mean? But like I that that aspect of production, man, is just amazing. Like, again, that's the like don't be cruel. Oh. You know what I mean? Like um you know you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, just absolutely. like hits, man. Just stuff that's like that plays itself. Mm-hmm. Just play the goddamn song, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a beautiful thing. That's what I like. I like that. With a smile and shades on. Happy to be there. There's something about good music that feels man. good, certain songs that can just make you feel right. All right, I just can't say enough about this new album from Mindy Abair and the Bone Shakers. Now, Third used to play uh, drums for saxophonist Mindy Abair. She's a very successful contemporary smooth jazz saxophonist who has a huge following. And then she joined up with the Bone Shakers. Now, a lot of my friends are in the Bone Shakers, and one in particular, Randy Jacobs, the guitar player and founder of the Bone Shakers. And he's a badass. So you got to check out, check out their new album. Like I said, it's up on the charts on Billboard. They're crushing it, and you can check them out, I'm sure, where all music is streaming or downloading, however you like to do it. So, that wraps another episode of the Career Musician Podcast by yours truly, Nomad. Remember, funk, flamenco, soul. (laughs) I just love throwing out different genres every episode. You know why? Because I love them all, and I think many of you listeners out there feel the same way that I do. So let's keep it cooking. Encourage one another. The Career Musician signing off for now. If you enjoyed today's interview, please subscribe and leave a review. I'm just a nomad, nowhere man. Writing the songs in this one-man band. A nomad. Nomad here, host and creator of the Career Musician Podcast, wanting to tell you all about PantheonPodcast.com network. I am a part of this collective that is solely music-based podcasts. And guess what? It is the only one of its kind on the globe so far. It is a collective of an independent network of podcasts 
all based on music, which dig into the culture, technology, history, and everything else you can imagine that has to do with music. Thank you so much for listening, and be sure to check us out at PantheonPodcasts.com.